If you are looking for even more help and guidance on your breakup, I have a few different options for you to take your healing to the next level. I have four different online courses depending on what stage of the breakup that you're in from beginning all the way into moving on after heartbreak, or you can bundle all of my courses together and use the code podcast to get $25 off my course bundle. I also have my 30 day no contact challenge to help hold you accountable in going no contact with your ex. And we have our free Facebook group, Healing Hearts Club, where you can connect with other people going through breakups all over the world. To learn more about any of these resources, head to the show notes where you can learn more about my courses, take the quiz to figure out which course is best for you, or join the Facebook group. And don't forget to use the code PODCAST to get $25 off my course bundle. Welcome to the Heal Your Heartbreak podcast with your host, Breakup Bestie, aka me, Kendra. Breakups are hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Each week, I will be taking you through a different topic as it relates to breaking up, healing from heartbreak, growing in your single life, dating, and getting back into happier and healthier relationships. The goal of this show is to provide support, hope, tips, and to remind you that above all, this too shall pass. Welcome back to another episode of the Heal Your Heartbreak podcast. And this episode is likely going to come as a surprise to many of you. And I'm sure looking at the title, a lot of you were probably a little intrigued. And this has actually been a topic that I have been wanting to talk about for a very long time, but wanted to make sure that it was set up correctly. And since this is episode 27, and 27 is my lucky number, I thought that this would be the right time. So this episode is going to be the story of my husband and I, which yes, my husband dumped me about five and a half years ago and we just celebrated our two-year wedding anniversary. So I'm going to tell the story all through that. And before diving into how this all happened, I need to put some very, very important disclaimers on this. It's really important that you listen to the entire episode. The reason I have not brought this story up on my Instagram is because I know this story can't be fully explained over 15 second clips. I don't want anything in this episode to be taken out of context or used in a way that could potentially be harmful to your breakup recovery. The moral of this episode is not to give you hope about your ex coming back. So often when I'm out and about and I tell the story of my husband and I, I end up hearing from someone, oh my God, this has given me hope that my ex will want to get back together. That is not my intention at all. I actually joke with friends that if I pushed this story and used it to sell my course, I would sell a lot more, but that is not my intention. That doesn't feel authentic to me, and I really want to be fully authentic and transparent with you guys. So I can look back on our story and realize that I am the exception to the rule, the exception to the rule. The story that we have does not happen often, so please keep that in mind while you're listening to this story. The moral of this episode is that when you do the work to go through a breakup with intention and with healing in mind, beautiful things will always happen. But 
we don't get to choose the outcome of what's going to happen. And I'll get more into this later. Okay, so now that I've teased this up so much, I will share with you the story of how Luke, my husband, and I ended up where we are now. Luke and I met almost seven years ago through mutual friends. A lot of you guys know that I am in recovery from drugs and alcohol, so I was newly sober at the time and was really just discovering who I was. Almost immediately, I had a crush on Luke and I was super attracted to him, but more than just physically attracted, I was really attracted to his smarts, his thoughtfulness, and how much fun he was. The beginning of our relationship was Far from perfect. And I joke now that I don't even think I could tell you what our first date was. Long story short, our relationship began as being friends with benefits. We hung out a ton, quickly became best friends, and there was clearly an attraction. But every time that I brought up that I wanted something more with him, he would tell me that he's been in relationships for most of his life and he really needs to be on his own. So he wasn't interested in having a relationship. Every time we had this conversation, I would break down and I would tell myself that I need to cut this off, but that would last, I think the longest I lasted was like two weeks, and then we would end up in the exact same place again as being this friends with benefits. After about nine months of doing this dance, I reached a point where I had to cut it off. It was way too painful for me to pretend that I was happy and okay with just being friends with a man that I was clearly falling very hard for. So I did. I cut it off. I went through all of the pain that comes with a breakup, and my friends encouraged me to start dating other people. However, the distance I created made Luke miss me, and he realized that he didn't want to lose me. So we did begin a quote-unquote official relationship. And as a side note here, there are so many things I look back on now in my story and totally cringe at. The desperation of me going after someone who clearly wasn't available is never something I would do now if I had to do it all over again. I made so many mistakes, but I was acting in a way that made sense to me at the time. That was the, it was based on the beliefs I had at the time, the pattern of relationships I had fallen into at the time. And Luke was actually not the first person I fell into this trap with. In fact, he wasn't even the second. So again, I don't want you to take at least the beginning part of my story as a formula on how to do it. I truly don't believe in playing games to get someone to be with you. And I really don't think a lot of the stuff I was doing at the time was purposely trying to play games, but I was just acting in a way that made sense to me. Luke and I had a very beautiful relationship. We would talk for hours on end. We would do all sorts of adventurous stuff together. We were super compatible in the interests that we had. My family loved him. He got along with all my friends. But even throughout this beautiful relationship, Luke still had a serious emotional wall up. He wouldn't want to make plans too far in advance. He told me that he still didn't know whether he wanted something long-term, didn't know if he ever wanted to get married, and didn't know if he wanted kids. 
even with that brutal honesty, I really, really to my core thought that by being together and based on how great our relationship was, that he would change his mind. I was in a relationship with him banking on the fact that he would change, even though he was very, very clear with me. So I began just trying to avoid these kinds of conversations and try to quote unquote live in the moment, aka ignore the elephant in the room. So finally, after nine months of being officially together, we were basically living together, had done family vacations, the whole thing. Luke's really good family friend was getting married a little later in the year, and the bride's mom happened to call Luke one day when I was in the car, and she asked Luke if I would be coming to the wedding. Luke said, no. My heart sunk to my feet, and I knew at that moment that we could no longer avoid this wall between us and avoid, again, the elephant in the room. He got off the phone and of course I asked what was going on and he told me that he felt like it was too much of a commitment to bring me to a wedding happening later in the year. I then asked the question I had been too afraid to ask. I asked him if he ever saw himself changing his mind. I even used that famous movie line, I can handle the truth. He asked if I really wanted to get into it, and he said that if he had to decide right now, the answer was no, and that he didn't think we should continue a relationship. At that point, he did not see himself changing. I started sobbing, of course, and I told him that I did want to get married, and I did see myself having kids, and I told him that I saw it with him. I then asked if this meant that he was breaking up with me. He asked me for a week to be able to think about it, and I gave it to him. That week was torture, and this is why I'm so big on making sure that you don't remain in a limbo for too long in a relationship because I remember that torture I went through during the course of that week. Not knowing where I stood, I would joke with friends that my plans for the weekend were getting dumped, but deep down I was in so much pain and in so much fear. That Sunday morning came when he was supposed to give me his decision, and he told me he thought about it, he had talked to his friends about it, he had talked to a therapist about it, and knew that it was not going to work. So he broke up with me. I literally collapsed onto the floor and just melted into tears. I told him that if he was breaking up with me, I could no longer be his friend because we had tried it before and it really had never worked. He understood, we talked, cried, he packed up his stuff, and then he left. This was the hardest breakup I've ever had to go through. This was the breakup that brought me to my rock bottom with, you know, not only breakup pain, but also just relationships in general. This breakup is the reason that I have Breakup Bestie and this podcast and all of the tools that allowed me to survive and then eventually thrive through this breakup have now become everything I teach in my course. I won't get too much into the actual breakup because like I said, I literally did everything that's in this podcast and that's now Heal Your Breakup, the course, but I do want to touch on a couple of things. Luke and I did 100% no contact, and this was the first time I had ever done it in a breakup. After he left that day, we didn't text, we didn't speak, and we didn't see each other for 15 months. 
He never reached out to me and I never reached out to him, although I wanted to almost every single day, especially in the beginning. The second thing is I dove head first into investing into myself. Yes, this breakup was so painful. The only reason I was remaining standing and getting through the days was from my friends and my support system. But after I got through the initial pain, I found a new version of Kendra that I loved. I was making new friends, trying new things, traveling, and really getting to know myself again. After the first six months, I can honestly say that it was some of the happiest times in my life. After about six months, I started dabbling in dating and wasn't having much luck. But I was becoming so content single that although it was frustrating, I was not devastated by it like I would have been in the past. After eight months, I did start dating a really great guy, and we ended up getting into a serious relationship. I went across the country to meet his family. We were discussing potentially moving in together, and it appeared that things were going really well. Then came the day that I never saw coming. After 15 months of not seeing or speaking to Luke, we had a mutual friend's wedding coming up that I knew he would be at. I had a lot of anxiety going into it as I hadn't seen him for so long. And it also happened that my new boyfriend couldn't go to the wedding, so I ended up going with a girlfriend. When I got to the wedding, of course, I was looking for Luke, feeling super nervous. And after the ceremony, I decided to walk right up to him and just break the ice and break the tension. We hugged and did super short kind of small talk. And then after the ice was broken, I felt better and the rest of the wedding was really fun. I did have emotions come up, but I knew deep down that it was normal. Before leaving the wedding, though, I did ask Luke if I could speak with him privately. Through all of this healing work I had done after the breakup, I was able to realize my part in my pain. After getting some space, I could see that Luke was really honest with me from the beginning. He spoke his truth, and it was me that decided to keep going and try to change him. I couldn't see that at the time, but I could see it after all the work I had done. I ended up telling Luke that night that I didn't hold any resentment against him, that he would always have a special place in my heart, but I didn't have any hard feelings. I told him that I could see that he was telling me the truth and that I was grateful that he had ended it because if he hadn't, I would have continued to stay in the relationship, gotten much more invested, and in the end would have been even more hurt and more disappointed. He thanked me for saying all of that, and that was it. Or so I thought. (laughs) I had a bit of an emotional hangover after the wedding, but it passed and I went about my normal life again. Then about three weeks after the wedding, I was at work and I got an email from Luke. This is what it said. Hi, Kendra. Great seeing you at the wedding and briefly catching up. I have something I'd like to say to you in person. Would you be open to getting coffee? Of course, I immediately freaked out and forwarded the email to like 10 of my girlfriends and asked what they thought. And one thing you should know about Luke and I was that we met through a sobriety support group. And one thing you do in this sobriety support group is you go back in your life and you make amends to the people you have harmed. So my first thought was that he was reaching out to me to make an amends. And with the help of my ghostwriter girlfriends, which I'm sure you guys can all relate to that, having girlfriends write out texts and messages for you, I wrote back to him and told him that it was nice seeing him at the wedding too, but that I wanted to know his intention for getting coffee because I was in a serious relationship. 
He told me his intentions were good, and this was something that he had consulted with friends, family, and his therapist about, and that he really felt he needed to tell me in person. I wanted to be respectful of my current boyfriend, so I told him about it. I told him I was pretty sure that he was making amends to me, but I also said that if he wasn't comfortable with it, I wouldn't go. He said he felt a little weird, of course, but that he trusted me to go. I was dying to know what he wanted to say, so I asked if we could get coffee that following day. After work, we met at a Starbucks and had a pretty awkward interaction at first. He then started asking about my parents and about my life and just generally wanting to catch up. The whole time he was talking, though, he had this envelope in front of him with the letter K on it, which he used to call me K. Finally, I said, look, what are we doing here? This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What would you do if you had unlimited time and energy? As you're navigating your breakup, I know your energy can feel low and it can feel really difficult to complete everything you need to in a day. When you're emotionally exhausted, it's especially important to be really clear on what your priorities are and where your energy should be invested. Therapy has helped me in the past figuring out where I should be putting my energy, whether that's career, friendships, relationships, events, which in turn has helped lower my anxiety because I don't always have to feel stretched thin or behind. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash heartbreak today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash heartbreak. Are you looking for a guilt-free way to unwind? Between balancing your breakup, work, and just functioning in your day-to-day life, I know you are under a lot of stress. Breakups mess with your nervous system, cause obsessive thoughts, and make it so hard to just sit with yourself. This is why it's so important to have rituals that allow you to treat yourself in a healthy way. And this is why I love Recess Mood, a sparkling water infused with functional ingredients like stress-balancing adaptogens and mood-lifting magnesium. Life has been very full and stressful for me lately, and as someone who hasn't had alcohol in 11 years, I need something that helps me relax and that can bring me a moment of peace. Lately, my favorite way to do that is sitting on the couch after I put my kids to bed and having either the strawberry rose or the lime recess mood. They not only make me feel good, but they also taste incredible too. So whether you're looking for a healthier alternative to alcohol or a way to make you feel more balanced, you deserve a healthier way to unwind. Head to takearecess.com slash heartbreak and get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So when I tell you what happened next was a shock, that would literally be the understatement of the year. The Cliff Notes version is Luke wrote me a four-page long letter, which I won't say everything that was written, but there were three key points in this letter. After breaking up with me, Luke had done a lot of work on himself. He had stayed single and learned how to be happy on his own. Like I said, he had been in relationships for most of his life. He did a lot of hiking, reading, reflecting, and just experienced life as a single person. 
The second point was that during all of this reflecting, he started having the thought that maybe he does want kids and maybe he does want a family. He was maturing and that actually seemed like a desirable next step in his life. The third and most shocking part of this letter was that he told me that when he saw me at the wedding, he knew that he wanted to get married and he knew that he wanted to marry me. He told me at that point that he was in love with me. And mind you, he never once said, I love you throughout our entire previous relationship. There was a ton more said, but after he gives this long speech, again, outside at a Starbucks, the first words out of my mouth were, I think I'm going to throw up. Literally every emotion was racing through me. I felt happy and flattered. I felt super pissed and thought this was way too little too late. And I felt sad for all the pain I had gone through to end up like this. I, of course, told him that I had a boyfriend and he asked me about the relationship. I had this mix of wanting to get up and leave, but I also couldn't get out of my seat and stand up to walk away. I left that Starbucks telling him that I didn't know if he would ever hear from me again. And I left. He sent me a text saying he was going to fight for me, which, by the way, I didn't have his number saved because I deleted it after the breakup. It's a very good tip that I still use today. I told him that he needed to give me the space to process and think, so I told him not to contact me anymore. Very luckily for me, I had my best friend's bachelorette party that weekend, so I would be out of town with time to reflect and think. Immediately after leaving Starbucks, I started conference calling groups of girlfriends and telling them what happened. Everyone was shocked. Everyone's first reaction was, how dare he? He broke you. How dare he try to get back in? But then I started texting people this letter that Luke wrote to me and thoughts began to shift. I'm going to fast forward the last part of this story since I really want to get to the key lessons learned. Basically, I took the weekend and thought really hard. I journaled, I talked to everyone close to me in my life, and I prayed. What I first realized was that no matter what happens with Luke, I needed to break up with my current boyfriend. Through this whole process, I realized that, yes, he was a great guy, but he wasn't a great boyfriend. We saw each other maybe twice a week for a couple hours. He never spent time with my family, which is so important to me, and it appeared to me that he was prioritizing everything in his life over me. So step one, I definitely needed to break up with him. The second step was deciding if I was going to give Luke another shot. And to be perfectly honest, by about Saturday, I knew deep down my decision. And that's one of the most beautiful things about going through a process to get to know yourself. The more that I was able to clear away from my past, the more I was able to heal my deep-rooted beliefs, my intuition began getting stronger. And I have found that more specifically since I got sober and have done a lot of work on myself, I've really never had to make a really hard decision. Yes, this was a tough decision, but it wasn't hard for me to make. And it obviously helped that I had most people in my life cheering me on for this decision. So I got home from the bachelorette party. I drove to my current boyfriend's house and broke up with him. And then I called Luke. And we have been together ever since. What a whirlwind, right? This is why when someone asks how long Luke and I have been together, it's a pretty complicated answer to give. 
So the most important thing in this episode is I want to get into the lessons learned because I believe it would be irresponsible of me to tell you that story without telling you why it worked. I Again, I don't want you to take this story and morph it into believing that maybe you and your ex are going to get back together. That would be irresponsible. And telling you why for the most part that at today I still – really don't believe in getting back together with exes. This comes across all the time in messages that I get. And even as someone who has gotten back together with an ex, for the most part, I don't believe that it typically works. So lesson number one, Luke and I had a clean breakup. Like I mentioned, we did not have any contact after we broke up. From that moment he left the house, we did not speak until that wedding. So that means that the breakup didn't get messy. And I think the more we try to fight the other person about the breakup, the messier it gets. And don't get me wrong, I could have continued to fight with him about the breakup. Because the thing is, we had a great relationship, except for obviously this one really important key value. But I've talked... I talked on this podcast before about how it's sometimes it's so much harder to go through a breakup when everything's great. It's just sad that it had to end. And that's what it was. Our breakup was just really, really sad because I knew he loved me. I knew I loved him, but it just wasn't going to work. But when you continue to talk and try to work things out after the breakup has occurred, things are said, feelings can get hurt even more. And even though at the time I hated him for hurting me, I couldn't argue with it because I could clearly see that what he told me was his truth and it wasn't something that he could change at that time. So lesson number two is we both turned inward and worked really hard on ourselves during the time single. And because we had no contact, the work I was doing was not to get him back. And the work he was doing was not for me. It was for him. So we got to dive deeply into healing, but separately, and we both grew a ton. He clearly needed to grow and heal and mature, and so did I. I had a lot of stuff I still needed to work on. The most important thing being is I didn't really know who Kendra was independently before going through this breakup. And you hear me say that breakups are this beautiful opportunity to get to know ourselves and to work on ourselves, but if we're doing it with the intention of getting back together with someone else, we're really not doing it for us. So it's not going to have the same effect. Lesson number three, because of all this growth I had done, I was able to make this decision clearly and for myself and myself only. I didn't jump right back into Luke's arms at that Starbucks, which I probably would have done in the past when I was just craving attention and validation. If someone showered me with a four-page long love letter, I wouldn't care who it was. I would jump right into their arms no matter what I really felt on the inside. But I had gotten to know myself so well and had become so comfortable with myself single that I really knew what I wanted in a relationship and from a partner. And I got to make this decision based on whether I wanted Luke added in. 
he wasn't my missing puzzle piece. I knew Luke wasn't going to solve anything for me. Therefore, I was able to make a solid decision that I felt really confident in. I didn't feel guilt about it. I didn't feel like I needed to make it based on being a people pleaser. I really got to sit and say, does Kendra want this? And lesson number four, this one is so important. I went through the breakup and through in all caps. At the point Luke came back into my life, I truly thought that I would never see him again and I was okay with that. I had truly gone through the breakup. I had felt all my feelings. I had went through the pain. I worked through the pain. I healed and recovered thinking that I would never see him again. I never had it in the back of my mind that we would get back together. Clearly, I had like five different reasons in my head as to why he wanted to get coffee before I thought that he was going to say this. In fact, I did have one of my friends say, what if he tells you he's in love with you? And I thought, that's never going to happen. I never thought Luke was going to change and I didn't even have it on my radar. So I was able to make this work because I was okay not being with him. And then the last lesson was I could tell that he had clearly changed. I did the episode about how you know when you should get back together with an ex. And one of the things is like our actions speaking louder than words. Although we had a great relationship, we had some stuff that caused the relationship to end. And so I did have that fear of like, what if things haven't really changed? And I had heard all of these beautiful words from him. But when we got back together, he started speaking with his actions From the get, I could see a huge difference in his emotional availability and our intimacy. His wall was down and he started making long-term plans with me. He actually went and sat down and apologized to my dad for hurting his daughter. And he told my dad that he was all in, not just with me, but also with my family, which anyone who knows me knows that it's a packaged deal. Luke proposed six months later. We would not be together if those five things, five lessons that I just laid out didn't happen. We would not be together if I had waited around for this to happen. And the message I want to clearly get across is that I believe if we truly heal from a breakup, amazing things will happen. If this breakup taught me anything, it's that when you stay in your lane, when you focus on yourself, The universe is still going to throw you some major curveballs, but things will always work out in the end as they are meant to be. Now, if anything happens in my life that I don't like or I'm upset by, I can look back on this situation and remember that things are going to work out the way they are supposed to. I love the saying that we can control the actions, but not the results. I worked so hard to heal from this breakup and make Kendra into the best version she could be. And it just so happened that it landed me back with Luke in an incredible marriage. So many women ask me, what if I do no contact and I ruin any chance with my ex? Or what if I really let my ex go and I lose the person I'm supposed to be with? I can now answer that question so confidently that if you are meant to be with someone, you will be. Nothing can prevent that from happening. But again, I want to reinforce that even if Luke hadn't come back into my life, I know I would have ended up with the person that's right for me. 
And I can say with 100% certainty that I believe that to be true for you too. So I hope you enjoyed my story. Would love to hear your guys' thoughts. So DM me at your breakup bestie and let me know what you think of this episode. And I will see you guys back here next week. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you loved it, I hope you'll leave a review and share with your friends. If you're not already following me on Instagram, head to at your breakup bestie where I'm sharing new content almost every day. To join our Facebook group, Healing Hearts Club, where you can connect with thousands of people from all over the world going through breakups, head to the link in the show notes. And don't forget to check out my online courses for more in-depth help through your healing journey. I always end these episodes the same way, reminding you to be nice to yourself, stay connected with loved ones, and the biggest reminder is that this too shall pass. I promise. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.